time is money. Interesting cliche. It's designed to demonstrate the value of time. And it's wrong. A more accurate saying might sound like this. Time is more valuable than money. And let's slightly modify that statement to give it even more power. Time and attention are more valuable than money. As in, our time and our attention are more valuable than money. The reason our time and attention are more valuable than money is because we can always get more money and we never get more time or attention. Like once they're spent, they're gone forever. So here's a simple truth. How we spend, or rather how we invest our time and attention communicates what and who we value. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. We often hear phrases like, we have nothing without our health, or relationships are most important to me, or people are our most important asset. These statements are designed to demonstrate the value we place on health, personal relationships, or our work team. But how do we know if these statements are actually true? How can those powerful proclamations be measured? So based on our new equation, if we want to know who and what we really value, simply determine what and who gets our time and attention, right? So the next question might be, what tool do we use to allocate our time and attention? That way, we can get a visual indication about who and what we really value. For most, the answer about that tool is our calendar, right? We rely on our calendars to direct our time and attention It shows us each day, week, and month where we need to be and who we need to be with. Our calendar unlocks the secret code telling us what we value. So it's no longer about what we say. It's now about what we do that tells us the truth. So, pause. Go take a look at your calendar. Who and what do you see? Who and what don't you see? If a specific item like your health or person, like a spouse, child, or colleague, don't own regular space on your calendar, it says something about its value or lack thereof. I recently posted this thought on LinkedIn when one of my connections wrote this. The takeaway for me is that I don't write in items with my family and friends. Maybe it's worth doing more documenting. And she was referring to her calendar. My response was, yes, placing a personal appointment on your calendar, whether it's a workout or family 
will help protect it from work intruders. So here, here's a recent encounter I had and, and how this plays out in, in my reality. So Sarah is extremely important to me, right? She's the number one relationship I have on this earth. And even though we live together and work together, we've been married for almost five years, that doesn't mean we automatically have meaningful time and interaction. We remind our clients, just because you work with someone doesn't mean you know them. Just because you work near them or you work virtually and you're on a Zoom call doesn't mean you have a meaningful relationship. So I noticed that Sarah rarely shows up or owns a space on my calendar. And the thought that came to me when I was sitting quietly one morning was, hmm, I need to do something about that, that Sarah and I should have daily time allocated, protected, so that we can simply have some meaningful and tactical or even spontaneous conversation. And I thought, well, shouldn't we have perhaps one day a month set aside where we could spend some fun time together, unstructured uh, hangout time? And then shouldn't we have a, um, a week or so, a couple times a year when, when we can spend some time together, a, a week sabbatical together. Also, I, I looked at once a week. So it was daily, it was weekly, monthly, and then yearly space dedicated to our relationship. So that's what I did. I went onto my calendar and between now and April, those daily, weekly, monthly times and our first weekly sabbatical are reserved, saved on the calendar. So what that does by action, right? Not by words, but action, it demonstrates that Sarah is indeed someone very, very important to me. And the evidence is, look at my calendar. So this week, reflect on the question, who's on my calendar and what's on my calendar or who's not on my calendar and what's not on my calendar. This will ensure you're aligned with the things that and people, the things and people you really hold as valuable to you. Your calendar is here to serve you, not the other way around. Put it to work for your highest good. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, R-E-V-I-V-E, to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and personal.